Bendix Wingman Fusion integrates next-generation advanced safety technologies into one comprehensive driver assistance system. It is built on proven technologies from Bendix, including ESP, a full stability system, Wingman Advanced, a collision mitigation technology, and AutoView, a lane departure warning system. Welcome to Truck Talk with Bendix, a regular podcast series from Bendix designed to help you better understand key topics in the commercial trucking industry. This is part two of the Bendix Driver Insight podcast semi-regular series, and I'm your host, Denise Rondini. In part one of the Bendix Driver Insight podcast, we talked about the different types of topics that will be covered in this series. For this installment, Fred Andersky, Director Marketing Demos and Customer Interactions at Bendix, has returned to talk about Wingman Fusion from the driver's perspective. Because of the many features of Bendix Wingman Fusion, this podcast will run longer than our typical 10 minutes. Fred, welcome back to Truck Talk. Hi, Denise. It's good to be back on Truck Talk with you. Fred, what's Bendix Wingman Fusion and how does it help drivers? Denise, Bendix Wingman Fusion is a forward collision mitigation technology designed to help drivers avoid rear-end collisions or, if a collision is going to occur, help reduce the amount of impact energy in that collision. It's an important technology because in 2016, on average, every 15 minutes, a large truck rear-ended a passenger vehicle. In fact, over 40,000 of those incidents occurred in that year. And that's why a lot of the OEMs have made Bendix Wingman Fusion standard on their highway tractors, OEMs like International, Kenworth, Mack, Peterbilt, and Volvo, as well as optional on a number of vocational models, motor coaches, and even school buses. But you know, Denise, Fusion does more than just rear-end collision avoidance. It delivers adaptive cruise control that helps a driver maintain a following distance behind a forward vehicle when in cruise control. It adds lane departure warnings to let the driver know if they are drifting out of their lane of travel, helping them to avoid sideswipe collisions, and even speed sign recognition, which lets the driver know when he or she is exceeding the posted speed limit. And because we build the technology on top of Bendix ESP, our full stability system, it also helps drivers mitigate rollover and loss of control situations, as well as giving the driver options, such as swerving, to avoid a potential collision. So how does Wingman Fusion work? Well, basically, Denise, there are three key components of the Bendix Wingman Fusion system. The camera, the radar and the braking system. So let's take a few minutes and talk about each of these components. First, the radar. You know, radar is a common component of every collision mitigation technology that is available on the market today. Not just Wingman Fusion, but others as well. However, different suppliers use different radars, so not all will look or perform the same. That's why it's important for the driver to know what system they have on their vehicle so they know what to expect in terms of alerts and in terms of interventions. The radar on the fusion system sends a signal out about 500 foot or so and is looking for metallic objects. However, the object it is most concerned about is the vehicle or metallic object in the driver's lane of travel. When the radar detects something in your lane of travel, the system may react alerts and brake interventions depending on the situation. 
But often the radar is going to then look to the camera to help verify what that object in your lane of travel is. Now this Fusion camera is a black and white camera that is mounted on the windshield in the windshield wiper sweep area to ensure a clear view no matter the weather. Now some drivers may have a concern with the placement of the camera due to regulations regarding placement of devices in the windshield wiper sweep area. But not to worry, a few years ago, the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration granted an exemption for safety devices, such as the Wingman Fusion camera, to be mounted in this area. Now, the camera is always running, but it only records when an event occurs, such as the Fusion system asking for a brake intervention to help you, the driver, mitigate a collision. The camera doesn't see as far as the radar, goes out about 300 foot, but it helps the radar by verifying what an object is. You know, Denise, when you make a decision, having more than one source of information is helpful, and that's what Fusion does. Instead of relying on one sensor, a radar, it uses two, the radar and the camera. That helps verify that it is a situation that may need an intervention, such as a stationary car in your lane of travel, versus one that might result in a false alert or false intervention, such as an overhead sign on the interstate. In some cases, when the radar and camera verify that an intervention is needed, the system will alert the driver and apply the brakes on the tractor and trailer as necessary to help the driver mitigate the collision. Now, the Fusion system isn't just built on a standard anti-lock braking system. It's built on the Bendix ESP full stability system, which includes ABS, traction control, and rollover and loss of control mitigation. This means as a driver, you have options in a collision situation. You can apply additional braking, or you can brake and steer if the lane next to you is clear to help avoid the potential collision. So Denise, camera, radar, and brakes, more information into the system, enabling an earlier read on a situation with earlier alerts and interventions to help you, the driver, avoid a rear-end collision, along with stability control to help you handle rollover and loss of control events while giving you more options to avoid crashes. I understand the system provides drivers with an alert when there's an issue or problem. What are these alerts for and what do they mean? That's right, Denise. Fusion provides a number of alerts to provide drivers a heads up about various situations. There are five key alerts delivered by the Wingman Fusion system, following distance alerts, impact alerts, stationary object alerts, lane departure warnings, and speed sign recognition, or speeding alerts, if you will. Do note, though, that some alerts, particularly lane departure warnings and speed sign recognition, may not be available on all makes and models. So check your OEM's operator's manual to be sure. So let's talk a little bit about each alert. Following distance alerts are alerts that are delivered when the gap between the driver's truck and a forward vehicle closes. So above 37 miles per hour, the system is typically going to deliver two or three alerts, a close, closer, and closest alert, if you will. Timing of when these alerts are delivered may vary based on the alert scenario that your Wingman Fusion system uses. Bendix provides up to nine different scenarios which can range from conservative to aggressive. For example, we have a setting that provides on the highway above 37 miles per hour a very conservative three-second time to collision for the first alert, or which is typically a single beep, so think beep, beep, 
beep, a two-second closer alert, which is typically a double beep, 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 and a one-second closest alert, which is typically a continuous tone, or one very long beep. Another highway setting, however, delivers a much more aggressive single alert at 0.2 seconds time to collision. Now, one thing drivers should keep in mind, if you feel you're getting excessive following distance alerts, talk with your fleet manager. Depending on your fleet's approach to safety, it could be possible that your system is set incorrectly and can be changed by your service technician. Of course, Denise, it may also mean that the driver needs to adjust their driving habits to better align with the approach that the fleet thinks is appropriate. Now, we talked about alerts above 37 miles per hour. At 37 miles per hour and below, to help reduce excessive amounts of alerts, the system goes into what's called city mode. And in that case, we deliver just one or two alerts. Again, think of it as the closer and closest alerts. Since you're driving at a slower speed, you may have more time to react as a situation unfolds in front of you. For fleet and driver preference, the following distance alerts can be also configured to warn the driver momentarily when the vehicle enters the proximity range, so a single beep at all three levels for highway mode, or it can be configured to alert continuously, as I kind of did with my very poor rendition of beeps while the vehicle is in the range. Now, the second alert is probably the most important alert we have, and that's called the impact alert. Because where the following distance alerts kind of let you know the gap is closing and are really your first line of defense in preventing a rear-end collision, the impact alert lets you know when the system has determined a collision is imminent and we're going to have a crash if you as the driver don't do something to avoid by adding braking or steering or the system applies the brakes to help you mitigate the crash. Now that impact alert typically occurs a half second before the system starts to intervene. The system will alert you also when it detects a stationary metallic object of size in your lane of travel. We call this a stationary object alert, and it's designed to give you an up to three second heads up that you may need to steer and or reduce throttle and apply the brakes, or you may hit something that is in the lane you're traveling in. Lane departure warnings are alerts that are designed to let you know when you are drifting left or right out of your lane of travel. This warning delivers both visual and audible alerts and sometimes a haptic alert as well. Typically, though, the alert will be a visual and a rumble strip sound that comes from the left or right of your vehicle, depending on which way you are departing the lane. If you use your turn signal, the system knows you want to make the lane change and the alert is suppressed. You know, Denise, if the driver is getting excess alerts, there may be an issue with the camera mounting, so checking with a service technician might help alleviate some excess alerts. Also, quite frankly, drivers can expect to get some alerts, especially in curves, when they may be hugging a line in order to ensure the trailer stays in their lane. These situations are common, and I've experienced them myself, so a driver shouldn't get overly concerned. Drivers can also turn this alert off for 15 minutes, such as when traveling in a work zone or other area where the lines may be confused. 
The system will re-engage if the driver hits the switch again or after 15 minutes automatically. However, if the driver continues to turn the system off, constantly hitting that switch, the system will record an excessive off switch use and the driver may hear about it from their supervisor. Lastly, Denise, speed sign recognition. Because the camera can read the speed limit sign on the road, it can deliver to the driver an actual real-time overspeed alert and, if necessary, an intervention. If the driver is going five miles an hour or more over the posted speed limit, system will give him or her an audible alert. If they're traveling 10 miles per hour or more over the posted speed limit, the system will deliver an audible alert and a one-second dethrottle. One second. That's it. Just enough of a haptic warning to let you know it's time to slow. It's important that drivers remember we don't apply the brakes on a speed sign alert. The worst is just that one-second dethrottle. We've talked about alerts. How about active intervention? There are two key active interventions that Fusion delivers today, and these are active cruise with braking, which is also known as adaptive cruise control, and collision mitigation braking. So let's talk about adaptive cruise control. This happens when the driver engages their cruise control on the highway, and what the system is trying to do is to help you maintain a set following distance behind the vehicle you're following typically a 2.8 or 3.5 second gap, depending on the particular scenario the fleet uses. As the gap between the truck and the forward vehicle closes, the adaptive cruise control feature automatically engages to help maintain the following distance. So the system will engage in three ways. If it needs a little speed reduction to maintain the distance, it reduces throttle. If it needs a little more speed reduction, it'll add the engine retarder. And finally, if it needs even more speed reduction to maintain that following distance, it will engage the brakes. Now, whether you're in cruise control or not, the second intervention occurs when the system determines a collision is imminent. And that's when we provide that impact alert, and then we deliver throttle reduction and collision mitigation braking. This is an aggressive brake intervention, more than you would typically see with adaptive cruise control, because in this case, we're closer to that forward vehicle, and we're trying to help you, the driver, avoid a rear-end collision or to take some speed out before the collision occurs. So what objects do we actually break on? Well, really two, moving vehicles. So you might think of a couple of scenarios in this case from a vehicle in front of you that's slowing to make a turn or to react to a stop sign to a slower moving vehicle in your lane of travel on the freeway. If the system determines, again, a collision is imminent, it's going to alert you, cut the throttle, apply the brakes to help you mitigate the collision. Now, keep in mind that the current version of Fusion applies about two-thirds of the available braking power on the tractor, as well as pulsing air to activate the brakes on the trailer. In our testing, we've seen speed reductions, depending on the situation, up to about 35 miles an hour. While this is a strong performance, you can't expect the system to eliminate all your speed, especially when you're traveling on the highway. So again, your safe and alert driving practices are still critical. So moving vehicles, yes. Stationary vehicles are the second thing that the Bendix Wingman Fusion system will break on. This feature can help if there is a stalled or parked vehicle in your lane of travel. Keep in mind, 
the maximum speed reduction we just talked about, as well as the fact that the system may not always be able to determine that a vehicle is a vehicle, which means in that case, instead of an intervention to brake on the stationary vehicle, you will get a stationary object alert that will require you to steer or brake to avoid the potential situation. Now, because we build fusion on top of stability, as we mentioned, rollover mitigation and loss of control mitigation are also available. So if you're going around a turn too fast, for example, and the system determines a rollover might be imminent, the system is going to react to cut your throttle and apply the brakes to slow you down. It's always important, though, to remember that stability control does have an upper limit. For example, going into a 25-mile-per-hour turn at 60 miles an hour means the system will intervene, but the laws of physics won't be overruled, and you're going over. So don't push the system, or you may get pushed back. In both situations, though, rollover and loss of control, slowing down will help reduce the need for system interventions. Now, Denise, we've talked about those situations that the system reacts to. It's also important for drivers to remember what situations the system doesn't intervene on. So stationary objects. Now, other systems out on the market do break on stationary objects. And the Bendix Wingman Fusion System, however, only breaks on a stationary vehicle, and that's when it can determine that that stationary object in your lane of travel is a stationary vehicle. The system can't determine that, you'll get a stationary object alert, but no brake intervention. So a question that always comes up is, why don't we break on stationary objects? Well, you know, Denise, the reason is quite simple. False alerts and false interventions. Radar-only systems may see the metallic object, but they don't know what it is. And this can lead to the system delivering a false alert, and with that alert, false braking. Because we've designed the fusion system to have a radar and camera to work together, it can double-check. Camera double-checking what the radar sees and helps reduce the number of false alerts and interventions by figuring out the situation first, but before delivering the alert or intervention. You may find yourself, if your fleet has different vehicles with different collision mitigation systems on board, seeing different reactions at different times. So it's good to know what system is on the vehicle that you're using. It's also important to remember that the Bendix Wingman Fusion System does not break on people or animals, also known as organics. So if Grandma steps off the road in front of you, it's up to you to make sure that Grandma makes it across the street. The other thing I wanted to mention, Denise, is with lane departure warning, we're not trying to keep you in the lane with braking or steering if you're drifting out. It simply delivers an alert, no intervention. And lastly, we don't deliver speed reduction on speed sign recognition. You know, we've been hearing a lot from drivers indicating that they are getting braking on speed signs. So they're going over the speed limit, which isn't a good thing to do, and they feel that they're getting braking from the system. Let me be clear. The wingman fusion system does not brake or try to reduce your speed to match the speed limit sign. It's quite possible, however, 
especially in a curve, that you may be exceeding what the stability system feels is a reasonable speed for that particular situation. And the stability system is reducing the speed of the vehicle. The way to avoid this situation, of course, slow down in curves. What are some of the things drivers need to do to ensure the system works as designed? And just as important, what should they avoid doing? So, Denise, a couple of points here. First, the most important thing that a driver should do is to keep in mind that they should drive normally, safely, and prudently. We call the system Wingman Fusion for a reason. It's there to support a driver's safe, alert driving habits, not to replace the driver. So a driver should drive normally, unless, of course, that involves not being safe and not being alert. It's also important that the driver not test the system. You'll know if it's not working because you'll get a fault notification on the dash, such as the radar being blocked, which will shut down the collision mitigation braking and adaptive cruise control features. This message may vary depending on the OEM, so be sure again to check the operator's manual that comes with your truck. Now, testing the system is dangerous as the result you're expecting may not coincide with the result the system delivers in a given situation. You know, Denise, you don't typically test the airbag system in your car, So the same applies for collision mitigation technologies. Do not test. Again, the driver is always the first line of defense when it comes to safe driving. Second, it's important to make sure that the radar and camera can see clearly. Avoid obstructions in front of either, such as front-end protectors that may be blocking the radar and that are not OEM approved, or decals on the windshield that might block the camera. This also means making sure neither is blocked by snow or ice, which will cause a fault and you may lose collision mitigation functionality. Third, don't tamper with the system. If you do, and there is a crash that the system could have helped you avoid, you're going to be fully responsible. If alerts are bothering you as a driver, Disconnecting the system will eliminate the alerts, but will also eliminate the functionality when you need it most, just before you have a crash. As we talked about, alerts are an indication of aggressive driving. If you want to avoid alerts or you feel you're getting excessive alerts, back off and stay focused on driving. The alerts will back off as well, and you'll keep the system ready to help you. Don't forget, the lives you save may include your own. Also, the job you save may be your own as well, because many fleets are beginning to treat tampering with a safety system as a reason to terminate employment. Is it really worth your job to mess with the system? That said, as we talked about before, there could be reasons why you're getting excessive alerts, so check with your maintenance department. Perhaps the radar is out of alignment, something's blocking it, or there may be another situation which your service technician may be able to correct and improve the operation of the system to better suit your driving situation. And if you have a situation when you're on the road and the truck just stops for no reason at all, pull to the side of the road or a safe area and check to see if there is something blocking the radar. While a radar blockage typically won't cause a brake intervention, radars that have an additional cover or where the front end protector may have come loose may cause a reaction from the system. So if there is a radar cover, make sure the cover is free of ice and snow. And in fact, 
take the cover off and continue to drive. You can discuss the cover with your service technician and whether or not it makes sense to reattach. If there is a metal blockage, such as a loose front end protector, find a means to tighten the protector back up. Or if a license plate or other metallic object is encroaching on the radar, remove it. Denise, this is good advice whether it's a Bendix system or you're using a competitive system. All systems that utilize radars may have false alerts or false interventions on occasion, so these checks may help the driver reduce the incidence of these events. What value does Wingman Fusion bring to the driver? Besides helping a good driver avoid having a really bad day, in other words, helping him or her avoid a potential collision, rollover, or loss of control, the Wingman Fusion system, along with Bendix ESP, provides other benefits. You know, the alerts from the system are designed to help the driver keep a good following distance behind a forward vehicle or to react to a situation. And everybody knows that Keeping a good distance gives you as the driver time and space to see the situation and react appropriately to avoid a potential crash. This feature also helps teach the driver how to back off. Again, no alerts typically means your driving is enabling time and space to help avoid a crash. The adaptive cruise control feature also provides drivers a bit of a break while on the road. You know, we've heard from drivers who feel a bit less tired at the end of their shifts thanks to adaptive cruise control. And also, fuel mileage can be improved by using ACC, which may help reduce your costs or increase the opportunity to earn incentive dollars for fuel economy if your fleet offers these. Another benefit of these systems is data information, including video, which may help exonerate the driver in a crash situation. We'll spend some time on data in a future podcast, but suffice it to say that if you're a good driver, data can be your best friend. Fred, can you talk about and explain what are called unintentional overrides on wingman fusion? What are they? How do they occur? And how can they be prevented? This is really an important topic that really doesn't get enough play, um, and it's important because Wingman Fusion is a driver assistance system, not a driver replacement system, and therefore the driver is still in charge, and the system wants to make sure that if the driver wants to do something, the system isn't going to stand in their way of doing it. So therefore, if the driver is applying 90% or more of the throttle, the system, if it needs to intervene, will alert and deliver only a 1.2 second collision mitigation brake intervention. This brake intervention is designed to really be a haptic alert to let the driver know the system thinks we're going to have a collision, but the driver is overriding the system and therefore the system is not going to intervene unless the driver reduces accelerator pressure to below 90%. Denise, this can inadvertently occur if the driver is in cruise control and is being governed to a certain speed so that governor is holding their speed at a certain level and the driver is trying to squeeze out a little bit more speed by basically flooring the accelerator pedal. Advice to the driver is really don't push for more speed. That extra mile per hour that you might get isn't worth the collision you might have avoided by letting the system do its job. 
Second override is a hard steer, such as in the case of making a swerve to avoid a potential crash situation. In this case, the system determines that you want to take over and releases control back to you. So avoid hard steering maneuvers during an intervention unless you are swerving to avoid the crash. Smooth and steady, even in turning to avoid, helps you, the driver, and the system keep control. Lastly, a rapid change in accelerator position of at least 65% throttle apply, in other words, going from, say, a 10% throttle apply to a 75% throttle apply, will eliminate any collision mitigation alerts or interventions from the system. This again is because the system interprets this action as the driver wanting to get control of the situation, such as quickly accelerating to make a lane change with traffic coming in the lane they're changing to, to avoid a situation in the lane they're changing from. It's important, therefore, to understand how a driver's actions may impact system performance and inadvertently create a situation where the system doesn't deliver when the driver needs it to. Where can our listeners go to learn more about Bendix Wingman Fusion? There are a number of options for folks to get more insight regarding the Fusion system. First, there's the operator's manual which should come with every Fusion-equipped vehicle. Typically, you're going to find that in the gloved compartment with the OEM's operator's manual. Second, we do have a quick reference guide, which provides an easy reference regarding alerts and interventions. You know, Denise, when you get a, a new television set or a new stereo and you get that big, thick manual, and then they always give you that nice little piece that says, you know, to get started quickly, that's what this reference manual does. Now, if the driver doesn't see the literature in their truck, they can find a copy at our literature center on Bendix.com. Third, we have a number of videos that discuss both the system and the interventions that a driver can experience on the road. And you can find these at our YouTube site. On our knowledge doc, we have a number of blogs, written and video, that can provide additional insight regarding this technology as well as other safety technologies. Lastly, Denise, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention these Truck Talk podcasts that we're doing. We'll continue adding these trainings for other products as well as other topics that drivers can enjoy while being on the road. You know, no reason that cab time can't be learning time, especially with a podcast. I've been speaking with Fred Andersky, Director Marketing Demos and Customer Interactions at Bendix. Fred, thanks for helping drivers better understand how Wingman Fusion works and how they can get the most out of it. My pleasure, Denise. Coming up on Part 3 of the Bendix Driver Insight Podcast Series, we'll examine Bendix's Wingman Advanced, and I'll be speaking with Fred once again. In the meantime, remember to subscribe to Truck Talk with Bendix on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play, and discover how Bendix solutions can help you improve performance, increase safety, and lower your total cost of ownership. Also, log on to knowledge-doc.com where you can learn even more about Bendix products and hear previous episodes of this podcast. That's knowledge-doc.com. I'm Denise Rondini, and thank you for listening to Truck Talk with Bendix. 